0: Hello Guru Fateh, welcome to the Cast. my name is Manpreet Singh, thank you for being with us, we are back with our 12 Guru series from 1469 to infinity and today we are going to talk about Guru Gobind Singh and with me as usual I have Indapreet Singh, Indapreet Singh, thank you for being here Guru Fateh.
1: Thank you Manpreet, Vaigurji ka Khalsa, Vaigurji ki
0: Fateh. No so we're going to talk about Guru Gobind Ji. There is so, so much to cover, and we're going to try to pack it into this podcast. And the stuff that we can't cover, I'm sure we're going to take some pieces of it and do future podcasts with. But uh, uh please, let's start on Guru Gobind Singh. I, uh,
1: yes, thanks. I agree that there's so much to cover. You know, there's so much to cover of every single guru. And um, Guru Gobind Singhji is no exception on that. Uh, but we, we, we do... Um, have to start with you know what is Guru Gobind Singh Ji's place in the in the context of all of Sikh history and 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 I remember it was probably maybe even 10 years ago um I was in India and through the Sikh Research Institute somehow got uh, associated to do a um a kind of a just a uh TV appearance of a very, you know, early morning show of, you know, Gurbani show that a lot of different shows are, are happening in India, right? And the, the question, of the, like it was a small interview, I think not even like 20 minutes, but interviewer asked me to share what do I believe is the unique philosophy of, and he used the word philosophy, and Punjabi, which I of Guru Gobind Singh. And I was stumped. I'm like, wait a minute. What is, what is the unique philosophy of Guru Gobind Singh? Guru Gobind Singh if there is a philosophy that we can impose upon, you know, Sikhi and the Sikh faith and the Khalsa, is no different than Guru Nanak's worldview and philosophy. So what Guru Gobind Singh's place in all of this was nothing uh, new or different, I would say, it, is, it was unique from the perspective that it was the culmination of all different aspects, 200 and approximately 40 years worth of development. You know, like when a software, a big, big software and IT projects. You go through, get the requirements. Then you do the, you do the implementation and you also have the QA, quality assurance testing. And then finally, the product is released. The KALSA or Guru Govind Singh is, primary, you know, contribution was he released the final product, uh, the khalsa. And, uh, you know, Sikh tradition also places that that importance on Guru Gobind Singh Ji. I was reading uh, the Mahan Kosh and, uh, you know, uh, uh, the section about Guru Pudibs. and Paikan Singh Naba states, and this again, Paikan Singh Naba's Mahan Kosh, is magnum opus of, of the Sikh encyclopedia, the birth, what is a Gurupurab? It is the celebration of the birth anniversaries of Guru Nanak and Guru Gobind Singh Ji. You probably know, or, some, or our listeners would know that, you know, just this, this week, past week, the birth anniversary of Guru Ram das Ji was celebrated. Well, it's actually the birth anniversary of Pai Jethaji, um, uh, not Guru Ram das Ji's birth anniversary, um, and what is usually according to Paitan Singh Nabha, it was the Gadhi Divas from Guru Angad Sahib to Guru uh Bahadur Ji. So Nanak, second Nanak to the ninth Nanak were Gurgadhi Divas, Prakash Devas of Guru Nanak Sahib and 10th Nanak Guru Gobind Singh Ji. Martyrdom death anniversary of uh, Guru Ajahn Sahib and Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji were standard Gurpurabs that were um, you know, commemorated amongst the six hundreds in history. In addition to that, three extra um, festivals, Vasakhi, Mala, and Diwali, which we now call Bandi Chhor. So I felt that was very interesting that the birth anniversary was only Guru Nanak and Guru Gobind Singh. Guru Gobind Singh coming, his birth in Patna was uh, a... a, a you know, unique, uh, environment and a unique situation that occurred. So I thought I'd mention that first before we start. So if I may continue, um, <clears throat> his birth happened in, at Patmasab, um, during our previous uh, podcast, we talked about where Gurteg Badaji was, what the circumstances were. Um, I'm just going to share his, uh, and not for too many years, maybe, uh, you know, his very early childhood was in Patna. And then as Guru Teghwadji was coming back from Assam, um, met with the family in Patna Saab, moved off into back into Punjab, and then the entourage of uh, Mata Gujri and Guru Gobind Singhji, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Gobind Rai at that time, not Guru at that time, moved and then kind of settled uh, on their way into Anandpur Sahib so everyone knows that hopefully that patna uh, the city is on the banks of the river ganga and uh, there were many episodes uh, that uh, and and very well laid out in by veer singh's book called kalgita Chamatkar that has certain english translations uh, just as a note the um the guru nanak chamakkar uh, is the first guru that has English translations with, with Um Kagida Chamatka, the one or two translations uh, I have seen, or the one translation that I've, I know for sure, very interestingly also is from an uh, author here in, um, in, a, in the U.S., who who's did it as a labor of love. Um, uh Dr Ujagar baba Professor Ujagar Singh Baba, who's from the d c area and I really like reading that very simple English and a few episodes worth worth reading if anyone wants to to read those but the But from my childhood and also when I read that English version of Kalgidar uh, Chamakar, one of the sakis that really is near and dear to me, kind of my my world view of things uh even though you know myself am stuck in the world of Maya and career and, you know, live comfortably, etc., which is no, no problem uh, theologically. But uh, everyone maybe has heard of the Saki about Guru, uh, about Gobindrai, young Gobindrai. Everyone was enamored by him and it was a great, uh, you know, addition to the Guru's house of the Guru and would bring gifts constantly. So once a uh, devotee brought a gift of two gold bangles, so two gold bangles gift was given to young gobind rai playfully you know he's he's presented in this sakhi as a playful young lad who you know always plays with other kids as well and in the playing while he had these gold bangles he dropped one bangle into the ganga <laughs> and uh, the the devotee who had given to him was very proud that he gave such good, a great gift to uh, young gobind rai was so upset ran to mata gujiji do you see what your son did he threw he he, he threw the bangle uh, the colour, the gold colour into the into the into the water and oh it's such a valuable thing etc you know so it's kind of a dramatic scenario <laughs> and then mata gujiji goes to Govindrai, and young son where where where, what happened? Why? How did you throw the bangle? What happened? Where's the that bangle? He goes, oh come follow me, I'll tell you exactly where it is. And he takes the other bangle and he throws it in the exact location where um, he, uh, you know, the uh, original bangle was thrown. And everyone was like, oh my god. The point of the story, of course, is it takes took me back to Guru. Uh, uh, sorry, young Gobind Rai's father's. Barney, which we mentioned in the previous podcast, is mane, Suk Kanchan mane," who 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 understands gold to be the equivalent of dust. So no attachment to the you know so called luxurious things of life, whether it's there, great. If it's not there, also great. You know that attitude was instilled, whether by the inherent nature of Gobind Rai or instilled by the, you know, training and barney of the guru. Um, that that's a great sakhi that I like to share always.
0: No, thanks for that. I remember hearing that Saki. You never get it when you're young because all you want is a lot of things, and you want the latest video games, the sneakers. But uh, when you get a little wiser and a little older, you realize how powerful that sake is. But so thanks yes. for sharing that.
1: Yeah, exactly. So lots more sakis like this uh, is worth uh, for for our listeners to go and read and 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 uh, you know uh, get both entertained and also <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> Um, he moves then uh, with the family and and the, all the six sangats um, after you know Patna Sab now that gets established and continues to sustain over the years and uh, mm-hmm. is happens to be a tuck now. Um, mm-hmm. But um, then his young uh, childhood in Anandpur Sab occurs and this is where obviously the Kashmiri Brahmins came and and. Uh, the Theska of uh, martyrdom of Guru Te Bahaji takes place over there as well um after the return of Guru Tegh Baharji cease his his head after his his martyrdom um the history tells us lots of our uh, you know uh, older uh tell us that um, the, the Guru Gobind Singh, or, or then the Guru Gobind Rai, um, uh, you know, kind of his, his, his growth while even he guru happened in many different, he had a whole responsibility of the community on his shoulders and was very impacted by the, what happened in Delhi that, you know, no six really, really stood up or challenged, uh, uh, or, or when asked whether there are Sikhs, you know, kind of shied away from exposing themselves and their true identity. So he, he decided that he was going to embark on something great, um, is what, how the historians presented. Along the way, though, uh, you, we all know that, um, he gets married. Um uh, we should, we should mention the topic of, uh, the guru's wives over here as well, which comes in history in many different, uh, you know, connotation, uh, different uh, combinations. Uh, But the three uh, uh, names that get used over and over again are Mata Jitoji, Mata Sundriji, and Mata Saib But two or three, uh, I think uh, at least two of the um, references that I I use and I refer to both of them were very consistent. They're quite different that Jitoji happens to be the kind of maiden name and uh, whereas sundri or sundarko eventually after 1699 uh, was the uh, name after marriage um, but i can tell you for sure as a fact there is a lot of other references that it was completely different people there's even to the extent of you know, uh, the the oldest son Baba Ajit Singh Ji was from Jitoji. The rest of the three sons was from Mata Sundri. There's a reference that I read which has that uh, in in place as well. What amazes me, Manpreet, and and maybe for your listeners, is you know, Guru Gobind Singh Ji's history is not you know thousands of years old. We're talking about 300 plus 400 you know max year old history. The amount of commentary on the life of Guru Gobind Singh Ji is tremendous, both in the, you know, uh, non-English, uh, so there's in Hindi, there's in Punjabi, there's in, uh, Braj Bhasha, of course, which is the majority of the Prakash genre, uh, has it there. Gurbilas genre is also in Braj. Um, and, and even in English, I mean, you, you can just, Google any amount of books on Guru Gobind Singh Ji, and um, the consistency is not as great as the consistency that I, at least I have perceived in my small little you know readings of Guru Nanak. <laughs> but Guru Gobind Singh Ji, there's some attraction of authors or someone, to, people to want to have a commentary and do a do a commentary, whether from a historical angle or another angle. On Guru Gobind Singhji's life and the, the inconsistency is quite great. I don't have an answer for that. Um, I just hope you know that our, our uh, researchers and scholars try to come up with a lot more consensus on, on Guru, Guru Gobind Singh's life story.
0: All I can think of is that Guru Gobind Ji changed the course of history of India. So um, I can see why so many people want to write about him, but. The first-hand accounts, second-hand accounts. I'm sure they got lost during his times with all the battles he was fighting and all the people that were uh, deceiving him.
1: Yeah, you know, you're you're absolutely right. And and let me kind of you know um, I- integrate uh, another aspect of the life of Guru Gobind Singh Ji with the whole battles and the, and the literature or the or the treasure of of literature that may be available to us, which and what happened to it. So. While his growth is happening, probably, you know, post six, seven years and now into his teens, uh, the marriages, as you know, happened uh, pretty young in those days. But there was a time of uh, Guru Sahib's life where, so I have never visited this place. And I really yearn one, one of these days in my tours back, back to India and Punjab to go there. And this is Ponta Sahib. So, uh, growing up, I heard about Pontasabh. I have read a lot about Pontasabh, but never really been there. And I think to understand what really happened there, a visit to there, many have told me is, is, is essential. But, uh, everyone has probably heard of the 52 poets in Guru, uh, Rai's court. Uh, this happened at Pontasab. Training in the martial arts, you know that thought that he had that the six were not distinguishable uh that training is also occurring uh this this idea of doing you know fake uh, military games because remember the the military the 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 you know uh warriors are being trained is from the time of we already discussed in the other podcast from the time of Guru Arjun Sahib and guru nanak's um you know uh, uh disciple baba buddha ji is a martial arts trainer right so so this is nothing new but the fact to getting that that final training sessions you know that you can speak of and you know really organizing it making it very uh you know official is happening at uh ponta Sahab. guru Harai ji's idea of beautiful gardens and nature ponta Sahab is supposed to be very beautiful there are men, multiple gardens that are attributed to Guru Gobind, or Guru Gobind Raiji at Panta Sabh as well. So all of this is happening at uh, Panta Sabh. Um 52 poets are publishing reams and reams of manuscripts. One of the, you know, the Suraj Prakash mentions even how many ton, how many, sorry, uh, mons, I, I don't know what the exact translation is, but uh, some say it's the equivalent of 300 to 500 kilograms worth of paper, manuscripts of, of literature that was coming out from there, right? So that happens at Ponta. The, the very famous battle of Bangani, Bangani the Yudh, uh, which um, is one of the well-known battles of the 20 plus battles that Guru Sahib fought, also happened while he was at Ponta Sahib. And before I talk about what happened to the literature, very interestingly, while he was at Pontasab, which is very close to Deradun, so that geography I kind of know. Um, uh, Deradun, if everyone remembers, is also the place where Baba Ram Rai, the son of Guru Har Rai Ji, um, settled because Aurangzeb gave him that land over there. So Ram Rai was always back then, as, and also during the time of Guru Gobind Singh, he was still alive, but he was manipulated and governed by his sons, um, who were corrupt and, you know, were, were only only about the worldly and and power, power hungry corruption. What fascinating story! Which we can't go into too many details, but people should know that there's an episode in the life of Guru Gobind Raiji where he meets Ram Rai. Ram Rai wants to meet him, but he meets him secretly because Ram Raiji is afraid that the masands will see that he's, he's talking to, and, and the relationship is uncle. Ram Rai is the uncle of Guru, uh, Guru Gobind Singh. Is it uncle or I, I forget exactly, but there's, there's a, there's a relation, right? Of, of course, the, um, uh, of, of Ram Raiji. It happens in secret, uh, but the Masans, uh figure it out. So they got really, really nervous and uh, the the conspiracy is that they caused then the death of Ram Rai. But when the death of Ram Rai was occurring, his wife Punjab Kaur reached out to Guru Gobind Singh Ji for help, that the Masans are going to take over all of the you know, the Household uh, of, of Ram Rajji and Guru Gobind Singh Ji then did send his uh, his forge and and helped and and punished the sons. So very interesting. Uh, Punjab Corps is uh, had uh, mentioned in Guru Gobind Singh Ji's uh, history as well as writing as uh, someone who stood fast and and strong with her both her husband as well as the whole. Um, you know, kind of larger context of, of Sikh tradition. Very interesting, and I think uh, Sikh Research Institute or Harinder has has uh, an article about that online as well. Uh, I, did, I did want to mention that because I did not know that, and the Ponta Sab experience of Guru Gobind Sinji, uh, I think is another highlight that may, you know, I wanted to highlight here in, in our talk today. So what happened to the literature? Well, uh, it is again multiple references have mentioned that so after Pontasab, we go back to Anandpur Sab, we're back to Anandpur Sab, 1699 happens, um, and then the uh, a whole episode of the um, siege of Anandpur by uh, the uh, Hill Rajas and the Mughal army to help, um, then they have to. Uh, leave Anandpur Sahib on the promise that they will get safe passage which really did not happen Um, and but uh, if anyone does go to the Punjab and wants to really kind of feel the understanding and that this I have done indeed is uh, take a small visit to a place called Parivar Vichora this is the place where the Guru Gobind Singh Ji, the family the forge, the Sangat of Anandpur is leaving and uh, there, uh, there's the Sarsa River or it's a rivulet actually uh, of all of the, major, of the major river there and uh, this is where because of the storm situation at that time, the Chote Sarjade gets separated, the Chota uh, with Gujri Ji and the rest of the um, entourage gets separated, and you know all of the literature, all of the goods, and all of the you know necessities that they may have needed got all destroyed in that storm situation in the overflowing river. Even if it's 200 kilos worth, even if it's 500 kilos worth of manuscripts, plus all these other uh, objects that may have historical importance, the fact is there was definite devastation and loss of our treasure that happened at that place. So that's the story of, of where it has, but a lot of it did also survive. It could have survived with the original authors of the work. It could have survived some, some other methods and what we have today. That's why preservation of any manuscript, of any type of documentation of that time is important. And our researchers should work to kind of sift through them and. And kind of authenticate, you know, um, what we can.
0: Thanks for that. Speaking about authentication, talk about
1: Sabu Kitalandi and what happened there. Ah, yes, yes, that's also so. So now, like from a timeline perspective, it's very interesting and important. So we talked about Ponta Sab that was in the youth, then uh, back to Anandpur Sab. 1699 happens, the the great big Vrsakhi of 1699. And I want to make one point over here. The genius of Guru Gobind Singh Ji, as presented by Professor Puran Singh, right? Um, and we in our sessions, we've used that quote many times, is that he bestowed the sovereignty of the Guruship within the Guru Khalsa. That happened in 1699. But the Guru Gansa, which is what your question is about, what happened at Taluki uh, Palamandiki Sabo, sorry. <laughs> um that didn't happen till later. So the Guru Kalsapan and its systems get established. Um the uh, you know siege of Anandpur takes place, everyone leaves, the whole beautiful story, a very heart wrenching story of Guru Sab in you know, all by himself essentially in the Machiwara jungles. And then he then gets uh, um, helped by two patans and lands in this place called Th- uh, Th- uh, Sabokitolvandi, and um, as it's kind of becomes, it gets named Dhamdama Sab. Dhamdama There are a lot of Dhamdama Sab in Sikh tradition, even in in, in Delhi. There's a Dhamdama Sab. This is the basically the resting place where you know to regain strength is is the uh, is the notion over there. So uh, a lot of time was spent over there. Uh, very well-known six who had taken Amrit during Vaisakhi or even after, um, you know, recollected over there as well. And the two names that are very famous, everyone should know, is Paimani Singh Ji and Babadeep Singh Ji as well. But what happens is, again, everything is as per plan and as per the hukam of guru. So Guru Govind Singh Ji's plan then was to compile uh, because a lot of the literature was lost. But what was the most important treasure? The treasure was the grant, uh, the poti which it was called earlier. And uh, what he did is he assigned by Mani Singh to be the scribe of uh, the Guru Granth Sahib, or the, what, what will be known as now the, the, the dummy beard. And, you know, some stories say that, oh, the question was, where can we get the original from? Oh, well, the original was, you know, with the with the Sodhi family in Katharpur, as we had all learned already. And it was, uh, you know, uh, requested of him. And the story goes that, hey, if if he is indeed is the guru, because they still had that jealousy that, you know, their lineage should have been the guru. Whereas Guru Gobind Singh Ji now sits in the seat of Guru Nanak's phone. Uh, if he is indeed the guru, then he should know the the Guru Granth Sahib himself or uh, the Adi Granth himself, and you know that challenge again. That's a presentation of one other side of the story, but the fact does remain there uh, were there was a uh, there were you know a whole period of time that Guru Gobind Singh Ji uh, recited the whole Guru Granth Sahib, and whilst doing that, in the right places, added Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji's bani. And Pai Mani Singh was the scribe of that beard. And that beard is known as the Damdami beard. And that went with them eventually to Nander, uh, where, where we today know as Hazur Sahib. And the Guruship was bestowed in 1708 to that uh, recension of the, uh, the Granth, which was then called Guru Granth Sahib. What Guru Gobind Singh Sahib did is Immediately, then, uh, if if they are students of uh, you know the Guru Granth Sahib text, textual textual uh, you know uh, and historical study, we will always hear about the, how were the copies made, who made the copies, what was authentic. Well, Guru Gobind Singh Ji himself assigned Baba Deep Singh Ji at that time, and he, and a, a, a large group of his students to. Um, compile copies of that authenticated beard that he had he had recited to Paimani Singh. So and that is a tradition that uh, continued there for for some time. So copies were made, but the the actual now don't ask me because I don't know <laughs> the actual Guru Granth Sahib that did get the Guru Gaddi in the presence of Guru Gobind Singh Sahib in 1708. Does that actual uh, authentic copies survive or not? I, I I really don't know the answer to that. But the authenticity of the story is well accepted by all, uh, pretty much a, a large corpus of six scholars that it happened at uh, Ki Talwandi, also now today known as Damasam.
0: When you're young and you listen to this story, you're like, you think, and you should think, oh, Guru's perfect. So he's gonna know it anyway, and he'll nice. <laughs> from his memory he'll recite the Guru Granth But then, you know, when you get older, I, I saw this documentary one time with my cousin called uh, Quran by Heart. I think HBO made it, and uh-huh. it's about a competition of kids that are like eight to, I would say, twelve, thirteen years old, that memorize the whole Quran, and then they go out and they do this competition, and there are judges there, and they ask them recite this line from here from this passage and they got to do it and they memorize the whole Quran so these are eight to like 12 year old kids memorizing the Quran so then you realize mm-hmm. oh of course Guru could memorize the whole Guru Granth Sahib you know it's, it's possible for a human being to do that too so it's not as far-fetched as it seems to people like oh you know he was in Prabhu Gita Vandiyam from his memory you know you know how people like to nitpick and criticize but
1: exactly it's totally possible exactly. Oh. and
0: doable <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: so. and uh, and our guru the belief at least of six should be at least uh, is sarab kala samrat right all of the the you know is the samrat of all of these literary arts or any kind of uh uh arts you know like he he was a he was a um proponent of the literature arts so if he's asking 52 poets to write and read Guru Sahib was also writing and reading <laughs> Right, so he was reading. He knew uh, the Bani. it was part of his tradition and family from so many generations. And uh, but yes, absolutely, from the authenticity, there's a divine aspect to it, which we uh, Sikhs have faith in. Um, and uh, and today, now it's uh, you know, like we always say in a lot of different uh, contexts, this is the one thing. The Guru Granth Sahib is the one thing, regardless of. And I know where this discussion is going to go, so we'll mention a little bit. Regardless of what other controversies there may be in our in our punt at the moment of what we eat, what we read, what we uh, you know how how we should look, etc., at least 99.99% agree that the Guru Granth Sahib is our Guru. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so so yeah. yeah, I completely agree that uh, I I don't see why there would be any controversy associated with whether Guru Gobind Singh could do that or not
0: for sure and now speaking about controversy yeah <laughs> I want to touch on this because everybody touches on this you even you google Guru Gobind Singh on, you know all his you know anyone that writes about him Sick wiki wikipedia other you know com, whatever you know they yeah. mentioned the Dasam grant grunt right yeah so yeah. touch yeah. on that and uh
1: yeah, not uh, like so not my... like
0: the main not like the main controversy, but like how did that get popularized? Like why 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 are some Sikhs lean toward that and some don't stuff like that? Right. So
1: so what is uh for, what is for sure is that at Pont Sahib uh there was a lot of literature that was being put together uh, by the 52 poets, right? And um along the way, like I just said, Guru Sahib was uh. I can't even explain the the, the attributes of Guru Gobind Singh Ji and what he was capable of or what he's not capable of. Right? He's, he's he's Guru for me personally. So writings of Guru Gobind Singh Ji absolutely exist. There were writings of other gurus as well that absolutely exist. Um, now, um, in the what I have read consistently, what was happening at Ponta Sahab is that existing. Hindu, and Islamic literature was being translated. There's a lot of translations going on from Sanskrit to Braj, from Persian to Braj, um, Sanskrit to Punjabi, you know, so all of that kind of work was going on. So that's a fact. And um, now Guru Gobind Singh Ji's Barney um, doesn't, at least I don't know of mention of it in the 1708 time frame when Guru Granth Sahib was getting Guruship, but a corpus of literature from Guru Gobind Singh Ji probably did exist. Um, the, when did the controversy really about Dasam Grant, whether it's by Guru Gobind Singh Ji or not, when did it start? I might not know those details, and I don't think that really matters, uh, Manpreet, but the fact is that over the past, uh, and I'll, I'll say in the Singh Sabha time timeframe, this was a topic for sure that's covered, but I would say the real where we are not able to discuss it civilly, right? There has been very, very negative ways of discussing this this uh quote unquote controversy. I would say in the last twenty to thirty years is when it when it has happened and it's caused a lot of rift within within the panth. Um my I subscribe to the notion of which of these Bani's is panth Parvanit, you know, the nickname, the akalost, right? Um a beautiful uh, Shabad we used as a theme Shabad in one of the camps recently was, it's from a Tethi Sveya of Guru Gobind Singh is Manas Ki Sabha Eka hai Now, is it, you know, uh, oh, another another way I look at this, and we just had, I had this discussion with t- teenagers um, uh, recently at the Gurdwara, is uh, the, is everything that the Guru utters from their mouth, is that considered Gurbani? Like if a Guru, like Guru Nanak and Pai Madana used to go to the village, they used to sit down and they would meet the villagers and they would say, how, how is everyone doing? The word, how is everyone doing, as Guru Nanak said, is that Gurbani that we bow to in the in, in the context of Guru Granth Sahib? Um, and they had very interesting answers to it. Oh, actually, no, but it could be it's a, if we take it to the extreme. So Guru Gobind Singh Ji has Bani, has written it. Pant has accepted some as part of our traditions. Um, and uh, we, we engage with it at whatever level makes sense, but not at the level of the Guru. And I think that's where the rub is. There's, there's two extremes. One saying absolutely nothing. Others saying it's absolutely equivalent to guru, and it, probably the truth is somewhere in between. But there's no civil, you know, facilitation of that discussion to be had. I think I'll stop over there. That's that's my personal view on on, on this topic.
0: No, no, thanks. I I definitely wanted to just get that out there because I know with Guru Gobind Singh that
1: always comes up. So yeah, no, and it's a, it's an important topic, <clears throat> um, but. What I really w- want to kind of, uh, and I think we uh, should be uh, wrapping up another five to ten minutes, is, you know, the the, it's impossible, like we said, to go over the achievements and, and every episode of Guru Gobind Singhji that changed the course of history, as you said, really understand the impact of those two dates, 1699. And 1708. Uh, this happened during the lifetime of Guru Gobind Singh Ji, and how it, uh, you know, kind of. Um, uh, in, 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 there, there's two ideas from my head, right? That that uh, I I believe that I think um, is very important from from those perspectives. When Guru Nanak Sahib came in into the world scene, created uh, the the foundation. He laid the foundation. As Per Gurbani, right of of the of the Fort of Truth. Not many had yet signed on to that uh, revolution or to that you know project that Guru Nanak had laid the foundation for. That I'm going to build this Fort of Truth. Um, it's it's going to take a long time, but I'm I'm working on it. It started, and the very wherever he went, there was that idea that this Fort of Truth will be will be created. It took, um, and then uh, along the way, this continued uh, with all the gurus is taking some aspect of a foundation laid by Guru Nanak and institutionalizing it, continues to institutionalize it. So I want to read just a small excerpt from um, a short history of the six, Deja Singh and Ganda Singh, and it's the concluding, uh, concluding paragraph of the section on Guru Gobind Singh. And I think it's a little bit of Deja saying, maybe some Ghanda Singh is also in the, in the vocabulary that they're using. Very simple, simple, small paragraph. And it says, The Gurus had led the Sikhs from generation to generation in the practice of qualities which make a great nation. And now that the task was over, the last of them merged his personality, or the Guru personality, in the ranks of his disciples. All Sikh history has been moving towards this divine event. There was to be no personal guru in the future. The whole Sikh community, in its organized form, called the Panth, was to guide itself by the teaching of the gurus, as incorporated in the Holy Granth, and also by the collective sense of the community. So, you know, uh, this is what I mean by 1699 and 1708, right? All from the beginning, Guru Sab When Guru Nanak was asked, "Who's your Guru?" It's the Shabbat. But Guru Nanak was the personality, right? Was the was the was the persona Guru. The Shabbat Guru remains constant along the way. Then you know the uh, uh, Masans, the Manjis, you know, all of these organizational things are becoming more and more adopting the personality of the Guru. By the time of Guru Hare Ji, Guru Hare Krishanji is saying the personality of the Guru, you know, the Sangat, your, your, the, the, let me do a test for you guys. La, you guys figure out who your next Guru mm-hmm. is. I'm just going to give you a, a hint. Remember the software analogy, QA test is going on. Um, and then Guru Tegh Bahadur Ji, he, he says, okay, uh, there's, a, there's a major event, that has to take place, that will wake up the, the or not, you know, further awaken an awoken community. And Guru Gobind Singh ji then, you know, uh, creates the setting for the inaugur what I like to call, you know, 1699, a lot of people say birth of the Khalsa. Uh, I like to use the word inauguration of the Khalsa. That's happened in 1699. And in 1708, what happened is the Guru Granth was there always, right? But the Guruship, is in 1708. So it's the inauguration of the Guru Gansap, the final form of what Guru Nanak's fort of truth, um, uh, you know, what was supposed to look like. So so for, for me, there's a lot of details in between that, right? This is the whole journey that, that the six went through and the whole journey that Guru Gobind Singh Ji goes through in order to, um, uh, you know, uh, put the final form on it what guru gobind singh ji had with him what's maybe different from guru nanak's time is the community was there it was with him you know whatever means guru nanak dev ji had he used but guru gobind singh ji because of the development of the gurus along the way all the way from guru nanak guru angad sahib to to the to the rest of the gurus was what were enabled uh, him to accomplish what he accomplished, which was inaugurate the Khalsa and inaugurate the Guru Grantham.
0: I was in Texas one time and I was listening to Harinder speak on Guru Gobind Singh and he said something there was very simple, but you you just never make the connection in your mind when you look at Gurbani and you look at Sikh history and you look in read about the gurus and the powerful personalities they were and and what they did but he said a very simple line but it changed my thought process on guru gobind singh which was he's like don't think of guru gobind singh as anything different guru gobind mm-hmm. singh is exactly the same as guru nanak ji he's like mm-hmm. there's the exact there's exactly the same and you never think of it that you know you think of the ikjot and 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 you know uh the body change, but the spirit is the same and the light is mm-hmm. the same but when he said that to me, it was like, it just made, it just gave me a different perspective. I'm like, oh yeah, they are exactly the same, you know, Guru Gobind sure. Singh and Guru Nanak, they're the same person, no matter what means they had at, at their different times, they, u- they utilize well, you know, to, to create the that they wanted. But um, it just changes my perspective because everyone thinks of Guru Gobind Singh so different, at least. I don't want to say everyone, but I mean, the older generation, my parents and their generation, you know, they talk about and think about them differently. But for me, they're the exact same, you know, Guru.
1: Yeah. And that's what I was trying to say in in the earlier uh, part where the interviewer in in Delhi asked me, what's the unique philosophy of Guru Gobind Singh Ji? the, The question itself is flawed. There was no unique philosophy. It was the "Quote unquote" philosophy of Guru Nanak, but here's a, here's another interesting angle I would like to present. So first of all, we we, uh, we didn't talk about it, but um, by Nanlaw has presented all of the gurus, and we have an attribute of the guru. Of course, the attribute of Guru Gobind Singh Ji uh, logically is is courage, right? The way he was able to kind of bring the culmination of of the Khalsa and all of the battles he fought. Now. Uh, it's just Again, it's my interpretation, but all the gurus had all the qualities. But the quality of Guru Nanak was humility. So again, attribu- this is attributed to Guru Gobind Singh Ji. I'm not getting into the controversies of Dasam Gramtas, uh or anything, but a beautiful line from one of the... Uh, every time Guru Gobind Singh Ji's Prakash itself, you'll, you'll hear these type of Shabazz, uh um um uh, you know wow, wow, gobind singh uh, so from that genre there's another um uh line which says in hi ki kirpa ke saje hum hain nahi mo gareeb karor pare. so the humility of the utmost humility of how he presents his six his kalsa is that it is with the blessing of this Khalsa that I, the Guru idea, you know, he's really exposing it in his writing, that I am able to be successful because of their blessings to me. Otherwise, there are hundreds and thousands of those that, you know, could, uh, you know, do, who, who don't have anything, any worth on them. Nemo So the humility aspect of Guru Nanak is... 100% emboldened within Guru, Guru Gobind Singh Saab. And who would not say that Guru Nanak was not courageous? <laughs> and, you know, it's for setting up the foundations of the revolution and traveling so far in such hostile territory, confronting Babur, the political uh, elite of the time, confronting the religious elite of the time who tried to assassinate him. Um, so So it just makes so much sense that in their thoughts, in their actions, the Guru was one. Guru Gobind Singh and Guru Nanak, no difference.
0: Yeah, And I'm glad you mentioned Pai Nandalal Goa because he was one of his poets, he was a contemporary, he is other than Guru Granth Sahib, Gurdas, Bai Nandala Goa is the only one you should be able to recite in the Gurdwara as well. So Pai Nandal Goa, mm-hmm. if anybody really wants to know uh, Guru Gobind Singh Ji, I guess personally too, and uh the love of guru gobind singh ji Lago is is amazing of course it's in it's not in uh, punjabi but i have the english translation so it's it's very
1: powerful yes uh, i want to mention over here so so um sikh research institute had done a whole um, um group of events and uh you know articles and videos on guru gobind singh pacha because of the 350th uh, birth anniversary that was celebrated pretty strongly uh last year so for your listeners who I, I think i didn't cover the similar angles i covered it from a personal and you know a few uh general uh places is where i was coming from from Gugulbenzi but absolutely absolutely recommend going through our archives and listening or reading uh, the perspective that we presented, the Sikhism Institute as an organization, Harindakor and Indikor presented of Guru Gobind um uh last year as well, where by Nandlal Goya's, uh, you know, Bani was really used to uh, expose, and and, and uh, um, I'll just mention it, those two words, it's Badshad Darvesh, emperor prophet, is the way to, you know, for us to understand probably very easy but for the world to understand Guru Gobind Singh Ji's you know place in the world history is he was Bajshad Darvesh
0: So Indupreet, I know we're coming to an end on this podcast we did 10 gurus Uh, I want to give you some time for last thoughts on Guru Gobind Singh Ji but also tell the listeners because I know you get questions and emails (laughs) and tweets on it and so do I of like why is it 12 gurus Uh, isn't it 10 you know so just tell the listeners uh, a little bit about more of what's coming up in the next two podcasts, and then we'll wrap it up.
1: Yes, that's that's exactly right, right? So so um, <clears throat> it's it's very interesting the way Guru Gobind Singh Ji is presented by all those that would like to present him. <laughs> it's uh you know from I, I'm so what I want to close with is that I absolutely I'm pretty sure I did not do Guru Gobind Singh Ji's life justice. Just like I did not do Guru Nanak in all of the podcasts, the, the, the life of the Guru is an experience, is, can only be appreciated by the practitioner who wants to experience them, right? Guru Gobind Singh Ji's Barney, Guru Gobind Singh Ji's history. And I'm going to take go on a limb here, Manpreet, uh, for your listeners, right? Guru Gobind Singh Ji's life can be experienced by experiencing or engaging with what should be and what what is the Khalsa, right? Uh, I for me personally, uh, very very small point by ji's works also includes uh, his vision of Guru Gobind Singh ji, literally in the physical form. There's there's an episode in the in the life between by ji and Guru Gobind Singh ji and in, in by ji's writing where he sees Guru Gobind Singh ji combing his kesh, so the so his his kind of way of presenting Guru Gobind Singh Ji combing his kesh is is what I'm saying about that experience, right? So those of us and all Sikhs who, who uh, you know, keep the Guru Kimura, the insignia of the Guru with our kesh are experiencing Guru Gobind Singh Ji. So the Bani, the the Bana, the Rahat, the history of the Sikhs is really individually our responsibility to experience and understand Guru Gobind Singh, not a podcast by Indrapreet Singh or Manpreet, you know, but it is, it's an effort that we will do, we will serve uh, the effort, but uh, my hope is that everyone tries to engage with uh, our Pani, our Tawarik, and then ultimately the lifestyle that we live, which is the inspiration of Guru Nanak to Guru Gobind Singh so i think i'll stop over there um it, it, we are going to talk in the next episodes about guru Granth Sahib sabji and Guru Khalsa Pansi uh, after um and that's the context in which we do say 12 gurus so it's it's, a, it's an important one i think gets missed and uh we'll do our uh, best to kind of you know expose the 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 facts with with a trink, uh, with a twinkling of uh, opinion as well um, for, for all the listeners to, to uh, invite. So thanks for that.
0: And Dupreed, I just want to say thanks for your time. Thanks for your due diligence, your research. To you, Sikh, Re- Sikh Research Institute, uh, for all the podcasts on the gurus, I think it was much needed. I'm looking definitely looking forward to the next two. I think the next two are very important because you just said like it just gets overlooked all the time and people never think about it or you know, mm-hmm. or bring it into their lives. So I'm glad that we're going to do it on Guru Granth and Guru Pant next. But in Indubri, thanks for your time. Always appreciate you being on
1: the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Ji. Ji. Ji.